You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie, and this is another episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast, and today I have a Dr. Kiona Jones, who is a registered nurse, and she has opened up her own Lux Beauty and Wellness Clinic, so I'm really excited to have you here. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. So why don't you give us some background so about your nursing career, how you what type of nurse have you been and how did you get to where you are today with your business? Sure. Um, I've been a nurse going on, it'll be 11 years in June of next year. So this is uh, my 10th year. I've been a nurse. Um, my background is critical care is where I started. Um, and I loved working as a critical care nurse. I went between uh, emergency department, ICU, step down units as well as PACU. So I did that for the first year, four years of my nursing career. And then after that, I started um, working like registry and teaching as um, clinical faculty at a private university for baccalaureate students. I did that and then I kind of dabbled in like different areas of nursing. Since the four years of me completing nursing school, I really haven't had a full-time nursing job. I've kind of been all over the place, which is very indicative of the, my personality. Um, so I, I kind of was consistent though the last probably five years with teaching at a university um, as well as being part-time house supervisor at a large um, hospital here in Southern California. And then just working um, a couple of days at the bedside just to keep up my skills, um, especially as it pertains to teaching students what's relevant in nursing. So like any good nurse, you have like four jobs going on. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I've always had uh, multiple jobs at the same time. And, you know, when I tell people that story, the first thing they say is like, how do you have time, you know, for kids and you're married? And I'm like, no, I probably still work less than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hours wise, uh, yeah. I probably still work less hours than you do, even with my multiple jobs. <laughs> yeah, I get the same thing because then I'm just kind of like, hmm, I, you know, I could work some more. I could do some this. I could do that. Uh -huh. Yeah, sounds <laughs> busy, but it's it's not. Then I added the entrepreneurial piece to it. Um, within the last year, I've been officially open at my brick and mortar, but the entrepreneur wheels was spinning from the time I started as a nurse. I just got enough courage to jump about three years ago and I've been working on it for that since then finally opening up in um last year actually uh, this October this this month is my one year anniversary oh yeah congratulations very much. Uh, okay so tell us uh what the business is and basically what you do so I have opened up an aesthetic permanent makeup boutique and um what we specialize in is permanent makeup but but also the aesthetic piece the beauty the wellness so i'm doing iv hydration inject the vitamin b infusions and vitamin injections um i consider the the next year is ramping up um 
my business in the sense that I, I see it as a one-stop shop, especially for business professional women who are pretty much a lot like me. You know, we don't have time to go five different places to deal with our skincare and our beauty and our, you know, we just want to go to one location that can kind of deliver all that we need. So that's the, um, the next year goal for me um, is hiring, you know, um, estheticians, and massage therapist, in addition to my permanent makeup artist. And then of course I'm a nurse, so the IV hydration, the injectable pieces will come from, from me. So I really, um, the goal is for it, this boutique to be a one-stop shop for women. Okay, so um, where are you located? The, the boutique is located in Artesia, California which okay. is, is near the Cerritos Mall. For those in Southern California, they know the Cerritos Mall is a big <laughs> Okay. Um, so when you, okay, let's say you were, were you working as an academic at the time that you decided to do this? Like, how did you choose like the health and wellness or the beauty and wellness niche? Well, interestingly enough, it's been a journey. <laughs> I didn't choose it, it chose me. And so, and what I mean by that is I started, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So that was one thing that I knew. Um, how I was gonna get into it, I had flirted with um, opening a staffing company. Then I thought I wanted to do more like a nonprofit. So I had looked into um, those options. Then I wanted to open, uh, um, I thought I just wanted to focus on hydration. And you know, it just, all of the different avenues I was considering just didn't feel right. It did. It wasn't really true to me as a, like I couldn't see myself doing it every day. I, I, you know, working, especially dealing with like nurses and registry, I felt like I was forcing something. So I just kind of sat back for six months and, you know, I meditated and prayed on it. And I was just like, what's supposed to be for me? I just wanted to, I want to attract it. Right. And, um, and that's kind of how this came up. I believe it or not, I was, you know, at the gym and I, I met a lady who had a, already had a biz, a space um, for rent. And I was like talking to her about different ideas. And she's like, well, what about, have you thought about, you know, microblading and permanent makeup? And I was like, well, uh, I, I always get compliments on my brows and I, I, and people, I do people's brows all the time and no, I hadn't thought about it. So I researched it and you know, one thing led to another. And next thing you know, I was having a grand opening and, and it just felt good and it just felt right. It was, I didn't second guess it at all. And um, even still through the growing pains, I still know that I made the right decision for me and my family and my business. So it's, like I said, that's why I said it kind of chose me because I didn't, you know, set out and say, oh, I know this is what I want to do. I just sat back and just felt you know what are my characteristics the same thing I did with nursing like what did I want to do as far as my career and I just based it on me you know what I like and how I get bored easily and I like to do different things I can't do the same thing every day and that's just the same thing with this business it just kind of came to me and um and I haven't looked back yeah, you know, I, I love that story because it's it's a lot of kind of what I teach um that always seems kind of counterintuitive in that it, you know, it, the business, it doesn't matter if you're doing IV hydration or you start concierge nursing or you start a podcast. It, what matters is what are you good at and yeah. what can you keep doing day in and day out? Uh, yeah. Then the format will come to you. So, you know, you started this with uh, just like eyebrow threading. So not even threading, permanent makeup. So microblading, ombre. So, um, which is, 
now it is it does involve shaping the brow but it's more uh semi-permanent it lasts one to two years um it's also something that women who are busy women who just you know time is of the essence and shaving 15 minutes off of your day means a lot to us who have a lot on our plates right so um a lot of women come to me like oh and who have gotten it done they're like oh my god i can you know know do something else for 15 minutes in the morning I don't have to worry about my eyebrows and you know and so that makes me feel good because I value my time and I know how important it is being a mother of five which is a blended family with me and my husband like we die there's not a lot of time and so 15 minutes is the world to me (laughs) (laughs) absolutely um so okay so you have um you have this idea and you have this business and you're working as an academic. Did you have to get trained in this? Was this something that you had to go get a specialized training or you already kind of knew what to do? Yeah. So, and by the way, I still teach as faculty at the um, private university here in Southern California. It's good so, to have multiple streams of income. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's a good, you know, it's good to kind of get the students who are at that level. And then I still do per diem at um, UCLA um, and I still occasionally moonlight as house soup when they have call-ins and they call me and say, Kiana, can you come in? So yeah. I still do a lot of that, but my primary focus is my business. Right. Um, and so, yes, you have to get trained. Um, and training goes anywhere from 2000 to $3,500, depending on who you go through. There are a lot of considerations as far as ethnicity, because our skin reacts differently to the pigment that's used based on, you know, the melanin in your skin and the elasticity. So those are certain uh, factors. So I had to dig a little bit deeper in my, you know, understanding the anatomy of skin and, you know, which was good. Um, I've trained with more than three people so far because it's not something that you just get with one training. You know, it's kind of like as a nurse when you're when you're getting into the nursing profession and you're in clinical, you know, you work with different nurses and you pull a little some gems from each nurse, you know, and that kind of all that is influenced by who you are as far as your moral fiber and your background that makes you the nurse that you ultimately become. Well, it's the same thing with uh, permanent makeup. Right. And sometimes you're just not ready to hear things like they might have the first person might have said it, but you just weren't ready to understand or hear it or, or whatever. So it's Absolutely. not like the third person says it's slightly different that you're like, oh, why didn't you tell me that before? And it's like, we did tell you. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's totally accurate. Yep. And so it is a journey. It's it's not anything that you just the same. I can just keep continue to relate it to nursing. It's like when you graduate, you're just not ready to just hit the floor and, you know, be a nurse. It still requires some cultivating and some nurturing. And, you know, and even after your first year, you're still growing and learning. And 10 years, 11 years in, I'm still growing and I'm learning. So it's a process. And, I, you know, I've just been open to the challenge. I, I feel like I was just ready, if that makes sense. So um, there are no losses in it. I just I'm continuing to learn and grow and I'm continuing to focus on what my vision is for the business. And right. nursing has helped. I mean, I mean, it has helped me tremendously because um, even caring for someone and just appreciating the fact that someone is letting you work on their face, the first thing that people see. So I don't take it lightly. And even, you know, the 
the young lady, I have one other young lady who works with me at my shop and I'm, you know, I'm emphasizing that to her. Like, you know, this is not a game. I don't take it lightly. I'm very serious about my work and, you know, ethically and just morally, I want to make sure that I can provide the best service. And if that's a challenge for me, I'm going to be open and honest with my clients and, you know, let them know because I want them to make a well-informed decision the same way I would do if I was at the bedside. Yeah. And I think that's great. And I, 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 that's another thing that I like to talk about is that I think nursing school has prepared us more for business than business school ever prepared me for business. Like it's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I have, um, from my professor side, I have, um, networked with a lot of nursing students you know of course I've been doing it for a while so but I've networked with a lot of nursing students and faculty and one of the challenges that I and and this is something that I'm I plan to research and study but it's from my PhD side but this is one thing that I feel like is is something to be taken into consideration with nursing is that in the nursing program we don't talk about entrepreneurship at all everything we teach our nursing students in the baccalaureate program anyway is basically management leadership but there's not an entrepreneurial piece and yes. there definitely should be because yeah, we, no, are, that, we are a profession that's not just a skill-based profession we are a profession that is a profession like any other profession so uh, yeah. you may have nurses who are entrepreneurs and and the students need to know and see that especially those who may be considering that as an option for them once they graduate and get their experience yeah, no, I would definitely agree with that. Um, the only thing I would say is that as nurses, we learn how to operate on a shoestring budget, how to delegate, how to deal with difficult people, and how to listen to people. And I think those are like the top skills that any <laughs> entrepreneur needs. Good point. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that because I'm definitely on a shoestring budget first year, you know. <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do with this podcast was to introduce nurses that didn't know that entrepreneurship exists, introduce them to people like you that are out there doing this and say, you know what, um, you don't have the idea and then start making a million dollars the next day. There is a process. There is a journey. It's going to cost you money, time, sweat, blood and tears, but it's going to be worth it uh, in the end. Um, oh, that's totally accurate. You're right. <laughs> And, it, and I was prepared and see, that's the thing when you're prepared, when you have realistic expectations, that increases your chances of success. The problem is, and, and so I, um, on my um, Instagram at the happy nurse life, I make sure that I talk about my growing pains because I don't want to put this facade on that everything is perfect. And like, I'm, you know, rich and making all this money when I am actually experiencing a hardship, but one that I was prepared for and that I'm okay with because mm -hmm. I still know what's to come, you know? So I, I really want people to understand that it is a journey and you have to be prepared for it but that you can succeed for sure. You just have to be patient and stick to your goals and, and be willing to work for it. So that, yes, I totally um, agree with that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah. So now in terms of, so, okay, so three years ago, you started out with the permanent makeup or so many permanent makeup, and then it's kind of evolved. Did you open a brick and mortar store at that time? Or was this something you were doing out of your house or in people's houses or how did that work? Okay. So um, three years ago, actually, was when I started aggressively seeking entrepreneurship. Like, I, I always knew I wanted to do it. But when I started nursing, I was 
um, discouraged by a lot of senior nurses who were like, no, you know, you, you shouldn't do that. And I, and I was working for the government, the VA. So, you know, people like, you don't quit the VA. Like when you get there, you stay there, they pay good, you know, all the stuff that we tell our nurses, which is pretty bad. So I was discouraged. Um, and so I didn't know at that point, that was kind of like my foundation. So it took for me to grow and learn and finally say, you know what, forget it. This is what I want to do. I've never stopped having the desire to be an entrepreneur. So I started actively, actively pursuing it about three years ago. And that's when I started flirting with the idea of a staffing company, all these different or possible companies as a nurse, healthcare organizations. Like I couldn't get that out of my head because that's all I knew. So what, what happened was, so this year, October is my one year. So probably about July is when I met the lady that I'm talking about, um, who had the, uh, lease, the space for lease. And that's when I started on the microblading journey, believe it or not, I was ready. I was ready to be ready to be ready. So when I found out about this, I literally got training the next couple of weeks. I signed my lease the next couple of weeks. I started, I had my grand open in January 1st, like, I mean, January 26th. So I was ready. If So I, it didn't take me long, but I had a lot, years and years of preparation that mentally, especially because mindset is everything. So once I mentally accepted that I was going to do it and that that was um, non-negotiable for me because I was determined to be happy and set my own destiny, I, it, once everything clicked, you know, they say preparation. That and so preparation meant opportunity. I was ready. Yeah. So, believe it or not, I've only been doing it for a year. I literally started in my brick and mortar. For me, that was my journey. But I had saved retirement. I had saved money. Like I knew the opportunity was coming. I just needed to make sure I was prepared when it was. And so that. Yeah. And. I, you know, I, I, you know, I really just want to like highlight something that you said because it's really amazing. Because you said that you had like that those couple of years of preparation and you were ready to be ready to be ready and i think there's this kind of pervasive myth out there that you know if you just have this one marketing technique everything will explode and it's like and they always give you the example of so and so made five hundred thousand dollars with one webinar and it's just kind of like okay but that guy spent the last 10 years developing the webinar <laughs> and they forget to mention that part you know Exactly. It, it has to be, um, and I, I tell people, you know, you have to have realistic expectations. And, and another thing is that with the journey comes the growth. So, so I, I'm not ready to make a hundred million. Mentally, if I do make a hundred million by winning the lotto, when you see and hear a lot of these stories, they lose it right back because mentally they're not ready. So once I have to deal with my issues with my relationship with money, with, with how I felt about being an entrepreneur and all these stigmas and things that came along with my background, with, you know, with my childhood, like all of that has to be addressed to get me ready to be at this point. And so, and so I tell people, appreciate the journey. Don't forget that. Don't just like, you know, you want to make money yesterday. I want to be rich because ultimately you want the financial freedom that comes with it. But what are you learning in the journey? And that's what's going to make you an awesome entrepreneur and business owner overall better person for whatever you know you're going after as far as um charity or whatever it is it's your purpose you have to have that and it has to be ingrained in you so my why is so much bigger that um I, i'm not worried about these issues that i'm encountering i just feel it's going to work out and i'm 100 of the time so, I have that mindset. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. All right. So now the, the part that I think everybody's going to want to know, and this is really kind of um, the kind of basic and that, you know, I love what you're talking about and I could talk about this all day, but right. when you decided to uh, open your store, did you contact a lawyer and get insurance and like what kind of stuff did you need to get all that set up? Okay. So, so like I told you, I, I started kind of these other businesses, believe it or not, I already had my S Corp. I had decided on an S Corp, which now in the business, I realized I should have had an LLC. So I had to end up changing to an LLC, but I already had my S Corp. I actually already had my business account. I already, so I had consulted with a lawyer as far as the corporation and I had learned so much. I had uh, went to school of YouTube, right? Um, just to, to know what I needed to know that I didn't know. Cause again, I'm a nurse. I know how to take care of patients, but I didn't know the business side. I hadn't been to business school. So, um, I was, I was already getting ready. I, I, I had a lawyer. I didn't actually hire my lawyer until before I was going to open up the boutique. That's when I, I started spending money on like, you know, making sure everything was set up right. And then, um, as you know, with, when you have a corporation, you can uh, function and operate several un other businesses under that corporation. So I went and got a fictitious business name. Like a real entrepreneur, you, you'll know. I have about seven fictitious business names <laughs> right now. One that I, I use, which is the Lux Beauty and Wellness Boutique, but I have several. And it's because when I think of something, I, I don't want anyone to take the name. I set up domains with GoDaddy. Like, we are true entrepreneurs, but that, but that shows that we're ready to be ready to be ready. And so when the opportunity hit, I already had everything in place. I already had my business account with the bank. I already had set up a credit card. Like I was ready to go. I just had no idea what it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, you know, you're a true entrepreneur when you have like 10 <laughs> domain names at a minimum. <laughs> right. Right. You go to GoDaddy and you have all these domain names. I'm like, what was I thinking here? Well, I can tell you a timeline of my entrepreneurial journey. Right. You got to go, Daddy. <laughs> Yeah, this year alone, I let go of like seven or eight of them. I'm like, you know what? I can let it go. Like, <laughs> it's okay. And the, the funny thing with the business name, because I get uh, a lot of my students get caught up in the business. And they're like, oh, I got to have the perfect. I'm like, the business name, nobody cares about your business name. And you can always change it later. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of people don't understand that because they think, and then the next thing you know, they're spending the next month on their business name and that's like crazy to me it's like no don't do that focus on what you do some actionable items that's going to move your needle right, the business right name isn't it i mean you can always change that yeah exactly um okay so tell me about all the services that you have in your business um and what else is coming up Okay, so currently we're doing the permanent makeup um and believe it or not when i started doing the brows I did not realize how many other services are just within the permanent makeup arena. And so just for those who don't know, permanent makeup, you're not using actually ink from tattoos. You're using a pigment-like substance that's being um, implanted into the skin, similar to a tattoo, but you don't go as deep as a tattoo. That's why it needs to be... Um, Re, you get it done about every year to two years, depending on how your skin reacts to it. So you can do things. So we do like uh, freckles. We do. We also do um, uh, micro scalp micropigmentation, which is like people who have thinning of their hair, especially men who wear their hair short. 
who um, their hairline may be receding. Um, we also do um, teeth whitening. We also do tooth jewelry. And then now we're rolling out this month our IV hydration and our vitamin B injections. I'm focusing right now. I'm doing it slowly, but it's um, vitamin B injections and glutathione. Um, and then the IV hydration, um, which we are, we should have by rolled out by the end of the year. So those are our focus. And then also we're actually actively hiring estheticians and massage therapists to come in and just have a, a all around, you know, one stop shop. Okay. And what is this training you have? You have training as well? Yes. So I train women on ombre brows, which is the new technique, which I love. Honestly, it's my one that I prefer because it just holds better. It has a better uh, end result for African-American women, who is my primary audience. But however, my um, my other young lady who works in the shop, she her primary audience is, is, is other um, ethnicities, but mine is African-American. That seems to be what I attract. It, it's a better... Um, end result for them and so ombre brow is similar to microblading in that it is a permanent makeup technique however we use instead of a hand handheld tool we actually use a machine that's similar to a tattoo machine to put on the brows and it gives it more of a um depending on if they have eyebrows or not already um it'll give it more of a dense look like the density and like fix makes it makes it more um the shape you can see it better. Um, and it, it starts off that it's pretty dark. And then once it heals, it softens up. And it's, it's really a pretty look. So, um, and it's, again, it's a, just a get up and go. You don't have to do anything to it after it's healed. Over the next three to four weeks, you touch it up one last time. And then you're good to go for the next year or two years. Oh my god, that sounds awesome! Because my I have like really pale eyebrows. I could really use this. <laughs> so one of my clients actually, when I first started, she she's more of a a really fair skinned woman, and so her brows are like almost the same color as her skin. So we just added the density to it, a little darker color where at least there was contrast, and she absolutely loved it. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. It really does. Yeah, it does. Well. Um, yeah. So is this, uh, this is for anybody that's interested in brow training, not just nurses. Oh, yeah. It's not. So, so of course, my target. That's my heart, you know, nurses. <laughs> but it's absolutely um, uh, open to anyone who is interested in the training. Um, the thing is, is that even me as a nurse, when I started, because I started out, and I don't know if it's okay to talk about prices. If not, you can take it out. But I started out with um, 200. I was starting 200 dollars per client and you know you get like three clients and then you know I'm up to 450 now per client some people charge upwards of 1100 who've been doing it for a while so it's just I target nurses because I know how hard we work on the floor so um my thing is you know you can also do other there's also other things you can do to supplement because one thing I've noticed with the mindset of nurses is when we want to make more money we work more and we work yeah. harder. So yeah. we're going to add on another shift. We're going to add on two more shifts. We're going to work for the registry. I'm saying that you don't have to do that. But at the same time, I'm not one of those nurse entrepreneurs who says, quit your job. I hate nursing. I don't, I don't do that either. I still work four days a month at the bedside, and I absolutely love it. Um, but I can't do three days a week. That's too much for me. But I, I, I want people to know that there can be balance. 
Like you don't have to get another shift to make more money. And so that, that's why I push so heavily for nurses to do the training, but I train people who are not nurses as well. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I think people appreciate hearing prices because, you know, there is some unrealistic expectations and a lot of bad information out there. So, you know, oh, okay. I love that. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, this is awesome. This looks incredible. Your your store looks beautiful on this website. Who Thank did your you. website? Did you do your website? And, yeah, that's my website. It's www.luxebeautyandwellness.com. And then my uh, Instagram handle is luxebeautyandwellness. Awesome. Um, well, thank you so much for this information. I know everybody's going to love this. And if they want to contact you or get training with you, um, how do, what's the best way to get in touch? Um, you can book your, you can also link through the website for training, um, which is the best way, but you can uh, send me a message on Instagram as well. Lux beauty and wellness on Instagram for sure. That's an option. All right. Awesome. I think uh, you might get quite a few people. <laughs> awesome. And you're in the, you're in Southern California, you're near Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah, so um, I, I live when I post a lot of the times it's near my house, but um, so that's why it picks up as Beverly Hills, but the shop is in Artesia, which is near yeah. Cerritos. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so that's much great. for this. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. <laughs>